0: I'd like to welcome you to our radio program. Rick Holm, our Prairie Doc, is unable to be with us today, so I'm very happy to welcome Andrew Ellsworth, a family medicine physician with the Avira Medical Group. Brookings. Good morning, Andrew.
1: Good morning, Joan. Nice to be back. Well, Thank it's you for nice to me.
0: Ha- it's nice to have you here. Uh, Dr. Holmes is going to be missing for a few weeks and I'm so glad you came this week and some of uh, his other friends will be along in the weeks to follow. But it, I think it's interesting for our audience too to get viewpoints from different physicians. I know you practice here in Brookings and you've been here quite a while now, haven't you? A few years?
1: Yeah, uh, five, six years.
0: Yeah, time does fly, doesn't it? Um, we, when you uh, de- agreed to be on this program, I f- Kind of left it up to you. What do you might want to cover this week? What do you think you'd like to talk about?
1: We, well, my wife was had came up with a brilliant idea uh, to talk about, you know, New Year's resolutions, a new you. How to how to how to make this year a healthier year for yourself.
0: Well, you have a brilliant wife, don't you? Yeah, you're, you're just <laughs> great woman with great advice. Well, why don't we consider that, and we we can take our first break before we do. Keep in mind, we'd be glad to talk about this topic, New Year's resolutions, how to be a new you, and maybe positive things rather than negative things on the new year. And if you have a question other than this topic, give us a call at 692-1430. We'd be glad to address any questions you might have. And we'll be back right after these words. Hi, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. As I mentioned at the outset of the program, we have Dr. Andrew Ellsworth, who is with the Avera Medical Group Brookings. He's a family medicine physician. He's here uh, in Dr. Holmes' absence. And Dr. Ellsworth thought it'd be a good, uh, good day. It's January 3rd. It's a new year. Let's talk about New Year resolutions. What do you think of New Year resolutions to begin with?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I've never been a big fan. Why why pick only one day a year to to try to make yourself healthier? We should be doing these every day, huh? Good
0: point. Good point. (laughs) I like that. Forget that, one day a year. But what are people usually thinking about when it comes to, there's usually probably just main topics that Well, I think
1: if you just uh, watch, uh, I was watching the news last night and, and, and you could see it. You know, there's they're all the weight loss now. ones and the how to quit smoking and the Chantix and, you know, and exercise equipment and everything. And those are the big three. Yeah. Exercise, weight loss, and smoking cessation. Exercise. And they're important. They're huge. Well, they I are. I mean, they. you know, if you can get those figured out, that that helps everything else. That helps your blood pressure. That helps your mood and your depression and, and your uh, uh, just... Your body's uh, it decrease your risk of cancers for sure, and everything. I mean, it's it's it is the core.
0: Just overall good health, and yeah. probably the one that has been uh, most pressed in the last forty years, I'd say, is quitting smoking. Yeah. And many people who smoked in the past I wouldn't want to name anyone in particular uh, many people who have spent their youth smoking learned uh, the hard way they, they really yeah. shouldn't be smoking. What do you think of this do you think younger people are picking up smoking again or
1: you yeah, know what's happening uh, um, I think I think if I heard well I, I know that the rates in women have increased oh that's I sad. think the rates in men maybe have decreased overall maybe decrease yeah. some but but then again you've got all these electronic cigarettes now and that's getting a lot of people into it Which isn't good, either. Yeah, Yeah. and the thing is, we don't really know for sure what's in all those electronic cigarettes. You know, the companies, they might not be telling us the truth. Really? You know, so I...
0: (laughs) Well, I know there's a lot of new things out for helping people to stop smoking. I went cold turkey, which was painful, but it worked. What do you think uh, for ceasing smoking? I mean, you you know, certainly
1: worth a try, of course, quitting cold turkey. I know plenty of people have done it that way, and it's doable. But we're talking about the most addictive substance nicotine and so to to uh, to think that you can do it on your own you might be able to but there's a good chance chance you won't and so it helps to have help you know it helps to get get other people around you that have quit helps to quit uh, have other people that are smoking around you quit at the same time um it, it's a behavior and it helps it helps to uh try to reset that behavior um I, I learned one time that one of the best times you can quit is on vacation. Really? Because you've changed all your surroundings. Oh. You don't have all the same triggers. And then if you can go that week without smoking. Now, I don't know if it's a good way to ruin your vacation or not. But <laughs> but might you might not miss it as much then.
0: Because you're doing all different things. Yeah. You're on vacation. Yeah. You're not in the normal. I would get up in the morning, make that cup of coffee, and had to have that cigarette. Then I could right. read the paper. Then I found when I was when I quit it was really hard to read the morning paper. I wanted my cigarette yeah. <laughs> right there and I love reading the morning paper. So it's different it's the habits yeah. that you form around smoking I think. So so
1: that's a way to help avoid those triggers. Now you, you sometimes you need to substitute the behavior too. Whether that's, you know, going for a walk or eating. That's why sometimes people gain weight when they quit smoking because now they're eating instead. I've known some people that just started Putting a straw in their mouth because they needed something in something their mouth.
0: In their fingers, too. Yeah. You know, just yeah. holding that cigarette felt good. Isn't yeah. that nuts? We yeah. were really addicted. Bob, you were never really addicted, were you?
1: Well, kind of. You, ever, <laughs> you watch Turner Classic movies, the old black and white movies. They're they all, all smoking. And it seems so strange now, but I grew up in a town surrounded by tobacco widows. You'd go to church Sunday morning, and all these ladies in their 50s were there, their husbands had They're, died because they were they lifetime were all smokers nobody thought twice about that but right. different world now we
0: have learned so,
1: so I, d- I just want to add that that you know we do have many ways to help um, y- there's there's the gum and the patch and the um, and some medications and and using those things can help improve your success rate by 50 to 70 percent really so those things really they' really do, positive. do help and, and 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 don't get feel down on yourself if it if you fail or you end up smoking again after six months, because every time you quit, your odds improve that this time it'll, it'll click. Um, and, uh, and you can use th- more than one thing at, at the same time, and that can incru- Im- improve your chances. So you could use the patch and put in a, a stick of gum here and there at the same time. And that'll And, help. It, and it yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it does add more nicotine, but hey, you know, yeah. Right. So... And whether it's nicotine gum or regular gum, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing, Bab? You lost us. Hypnotism. They, oh, hypnoti- me- oh, oh yeah there's hypnotism. oh yeah there's all sorts of ways. bob and was, was giving us no signals we him. couldn't no, quite follow I'm it mesmerizing <laughs> you He's
0: mesmerizing us so what do you think hypnotism could be a, a yeah yeah to it's worked people. for some people yeah? Oh, yep <laughs> yeah it's amazing it's amazing mm-hmm. how our minds work and uh the habits we have and our minds work and smoking isn't the only one i know you just want to be healthier why don't we think about that and we'll get back right after these words Hi, welcome back to Prairie Deck Radio. Happy to have you listening today. It is a new year, and we're talking about New Year's resolutions with Dr. Andrew I- Ellsworth. Ellsworth. I yeah. was ready to say Elliot. Where did Elliot come? Dr. Andrew Ellsworth. I should know your name, Dr. Ellsworth. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was Bob and his, Woo. Okay, Bob, go away. It's Dr. Andrew Ellsworth, who is with the Vera Medical Group, Brookings. We're talking about New Year's resolutions. Quitting smoking would be a phenomenal resolution for anyone still smoking. Now we want to get to, there. Are, you mentioned three things that are usually on people's minds when they're thinking of New Year's resolution. The second one is probably weight loss. That is... It's a bugaboo in America because we all eat more. We drink more soda and things or alcohol, soda, whatever. A lot of the things we do, it's just more, more, more. I think back when I was a kid, we had a family of seven kids. And on the weekend, my mother would buy a six-pack of Coke. And I think they were eight-ounce bottles then. And we were thrilled. That was our weekend. Now that's seven kids. Maybe the baby didn't have. It. Might have been down to five kids. You know, the little ones. But but thrilled to have a six pack of eight ounce Coke. Can you imagine a kid today happy with that? If they drink Coke at all. A lot yeah. of mothers have cut it out. But that's the difference. The amount that we eat. What do you what do you think can help people to actually lose weight now?
1: Well, you know, um, the the the. It, you, you, can't, you know, it's nice to say, let's lose some weight, but, you know, obviously <laughs> you, you got to have a plan, you know, and, 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 and then also maybe not focus on the weight okay. uh, because it's so much more to being healthy than what your, pound, your scale says, you know, and so I, I, I think let's not focus on the weight. Let's focus on the things that are important to do to be healthy and then sometimes the weight will follow. Know?
0: And even if the weight doesn't follow, being healthier. Yeah, then you're healthier. healthier. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good exactly. point. So but, how but, can but we be healthy? One
1: thing that pays off or, or, or has been shown to be helpful is, it, of course, yeah, you could you know, not eat or whatever, but that doesn't work for very long because you need to eat. Um, sometimes it helps to focus on the positives, like you said. So maybe I need to eat more fruits and vegetables. And then, and then, thus, hopefully, I'm I'm not as hungry, and I'm not eating eating the junk food. You know, I'm not maybe hopefully picking up the junk food at the grocery store. Um, maybe do that. I I was walking by, and the lady was picking up stuff for aisles online. You know, uh, yeah, you maybe send someone else to the store for yourself, and and then you won't be tempted to grab the the junk the food. junk food. Right, that's there. that's
0: an idea. Let someone else. So if it's your not in your it. home, you can't eat it either. Right. So. I'm I found that to be true. I tried to cut out a lot of those snacks that I don't want in the house and just don't put them in the house.
1: Breakfast is so important. You know, sumo wrestlers eat all day long because what do they want to do? Gain weight, they want to get big. But uh, but if they eat breakfast, that kind of ups their metabolism and then they'll burn more calories and, and, and not gain as much weight, so they skip breakfast.
0: Wow, so sumo wrestlers who we know
1: are obese yeah. Skip
0: breakfast.
1: Yeah. That's a hint yeah. for all of us, huh? Yeah.
0: And and America today does t- kind of tend to skip breakfast. Yeah. And
1: it's often one of our healthiest meals, really. Yeah. You know, you think of orange juice and milk and and all the other good stuff that comes with breakfast, maybe right. a banana or whatever. So
0: Well, then yeah. breakfast is Bob, what what are you laughing I'm just at? Just thinking
1: I might train for a new profession. <laughs> <laughs> I can gain weight and wear a diaper I'm going to anyway. So <laughs> why not?
0: That's your thought. As you get older, huh? You will be a sumo wrestler. Yeah. Okay,
1: you know no, we wh- don't wh- want
0: to be sumo wrestlers here.
1: You know, if if certainly it does take it matter how much you you put into your body, um, and and so food is is a big is a big part of losing weight. One of the easiest ways to lose weight is by changing changing your diet. Um, those there's so many apps that can be helpful, like uh, My Fitness Pal. Or spark people. So, MyFitnessPal, if you just Google that or put that in your apps uh, search. Um, and and those will, y- you can easily pull up, r- r- put, write a food in there, and it'll have the nutrition information in there for you and, and give you kind of a goal for how many calories you want to have. And, uh, and it can really be helpful. And, and you don't need to always be doing it, but you do that for a month. And holy cow, now you've got a better idea of how many calories are in your foods and how how healthy those foods are. And
0: Well, you mentioned for a month, and when you told me we, we were going to talk about this topic, I thought if you want to make changes in your life, you're really creating a new habit. And I wondered how long did the scientists tell us it takes to form a habit or to get rid of an old habit? It was interesting what I found. No one had a straight answer. Some said in 21 days you can establish a new habit. Another research study did it and said it's going to take 66 days to create a new habit. Did you? Do you have any idea, Matt? That? What yeah, do you think about creating a new habit? Yeah, it's
1: not going to happen in a day, that's for no. sure. And, you know, somewhere around that month or two. I, I'm sure, but but then again, we're always reinventing ourselves in a, in a way. We're always changing, so y- you have to stick with it. But if you can get that habit started, holy cow, that's huge. And that's just huge. for those
0: of you who don't eat breakfast, that would be a great way to start the new year. Say, from now on, I'm having breakfast. It doesn't have to be a huge meal. It's nice if it has fruit and high fiber would be good. I yeah. found in adding my breakfast, I used to get almost um, – a headache by about ten thirty or eleven and I yeah. added nuts, like mixed nuts to my breakfast yeah. cereal. Never get a headache. So the whatever is in what's in nuts, I don't know. Whatever health thing is in nuts yeah. made the difference. So I, the, I start with fruit and high fiber and nuts yeah. and it uh, yeah. seemed to get through the day.
1: And and, and it is helpful t- trying to t- especially if you're overweight or have diabetes to go low in carbohydrates. Um, so that's the the breads and the pastas and, and the white stuff, generally potatoes and, and pizza and and, uh, and, and of course, sugar, candy and pop and whatever else. But uh, those, uh, you know, we used to always say low fat, low fat, low fat. Well, that's when Americans then replaced those calories with carbohydrates and the obesity epidemic really sprung up. You know, we're learning more and more about these healthy fats and how that, it's not so bad of a deal and how they can help make you feel fuller and not eat as much. So. And that's
0: probably the case for me with the nuts because nuts have some fat mm-hmm. content yeah. to them and maybe mm-hmm. that made the difference. I yeah, just wasn't fats, hungry yeah. that mm-hmm. early in the, in the breakfast time. So it really helped me. Well, we've got a new habit for anyone who doesn't have it now. Be sure to just decide for the next month, just see if you make it to February 1st, having breakfast every single morning and maybe you'll create that habit, yeah. and maybe you'll feel better. It yeah. doesn't mean you'll lose weight, but you might feel healthier, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, we're, we we uh, had talked about that, and that ties into you mentioned three things. It was smoking, losing weight, and being more active. Yeah. How do people really change and become more active? And some people listening are pretty much housebound. They don't get out in the winter. How can they become more active if they're not getting
1: out much? Little by little.
0: Okay. How do you do little by little? <laughs> Good you answer You, fast you answer.
1: start with your right foot or your left foot, I suppose. <laughs> you, you know, I, and if you, and, and that's easier said than done sometimes for right. sure. But um, the, uh, it, the uh, it just pays off. And more and more we're finding, you know, it doesn't have to be running, it doesn't have to be strenuous, it doesn't have to be for an hour or half an hour, even 10 minutes. And it matters how regularly you do it. Um, but uh, if you can just regularly try to come up with something for ten minutes, going on a walk. Now, like you said, it's when it's freezing outside that's tougher. So can you can you do that at Walmart or 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 uh, a gym or wherever? And some else. people
0: say we can't afford a wellness center. Well, you, in Brookings, you do not have to join a wellness right. center. There are so many churches in our town with. With gymnasiums mm-hmm. or all-purpose rooms, and if you just call, whether you belong to that church or not, if you call the church closest to you with a gym, you can look around and see yeah. the closest one, and just ask them. You know they're going to have open hours just for walking, and it'd be yeah. really nice.
1: And and so many people are too too busy. You know, I mean, you're getting up, you're maybe getting your kids ready or yourself ready, and you're going to work, and then and then you get home from work and you're tired, and you got to get the kids to bed and make supper, and then. Go to bed and then and then it's the next day. Well, how do you get some exercise in there? That's tough. You know, one time might be after lunch. That's a that's a nice time. You know, g- let your body digest a little bit and just go on a little walk at lunchtime. That's usually warmest then if you can go outside. The warmest part
0: of the day should yeah. be around noon or one. Yeah, right?
1: you know, or or at least you can, uh, uh, like you said, find one of those other places quick and go. And mm-hmm. you add that up if ten minutes every day at lunch. Well, that's over an hour right there for, for the week. And, and that's, you know, they recommend 150 minutes a week. Um, boy, that's, you know, an hour and a half. Seems like a lot, hard to do. But, you know, you get those 10 minutes a day and now you're over an hour. Um, it adds up and it's okay to, for it to be distributed up, you know, divided by day. And and there's some other studies that found that, you know, even if you don't get to those 150 minutes, that's okay but the people that exercise something, whether a ton on the weekend or a little bit every day, were so much uh, better, lower rates of heart attack and stroke and other issues compared to those that didn't do anything.
0: So it so, really does help. you yeah. know. And I just think of people at home, if they're not getting out, you can, I think there might be some... Programs on television that might have exercise programs, you could look those up on your schedule. Even if they didn't, if you turned on music you really like, and if you don't have weights in the house, you have something that weighs something. You know, uh, they used to say the frozen peas. Well, you don't want to keep defrosting your peas. So there, there are some things you can pick up in your hands, even if it's two pounds each. And yeah. lift those up and down yeah. while you're walking in place and listening to music or dancing in place. Or maybe there's two of you at home, and you're going to dance every day. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. That yeah. You're not out. You're just moving, and at least you're getting some movement in. So you don't have to leave the house. Right. There's no excuses for not exercising. It's up to you to decide you can yeah. do it, right? Yep. Okay. Well, we're going to take our next break, and we'll be back right after these words. Hi, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Happy to have you listening today. I've been talking with Andrew Ellsworth, who's a family medicine physician with the Avira Medical Group, Brookings. And Dr. Ellsworth thought we should talk about New Year's and New Year's resolutions. And we've been covering the things that people usually are concerned about, which is quitting smoking, losing weight, or being more active. All three of those are really important. When you mentioned that we might talk about this, I looked up on the web and found different ideas, and one thing was old habits die hard. And it's explained there's four stages of changing health behavior. The four stages are you think about it, contemplation, you prepare for it, how am I going to do this? You actually do it, and then you maintain. So I thought those were interesting stages. So right now, You're listening to us, and you might think, I'm thinking about it. How do you get past thinking about it to preparing? What do you do for preparing? Or is it all a mental stage that you go through?
1: Oh, yeah. You know, and and actually, we sometimes come up with more stages, too. Like, if someone sees us and... They're, they're not ready to quit smoking. They, they don't even want to think about it. They're in the pre-contemplative stage. Oh,
0: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> pre-contemplative. Well, some things are just hard to do. They just are. And you, you have to change. It's really a habit. One thing that I read, Aristotle, quote from Aristotle, excellence is not an act, but a habit. And I th- I'd never thought of that. Excellence but is not an act, but a habit.
1: You know, but I think sometimes people skip uh, right from contemplation to action, and they and they skip the preparation. Ooh, that's huge. You know, if we were all like Boy Scouts and we're we're prepared, it might go better, right?
0: Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how do you prepare? So to, to well,
1: so one it? thing that can really be helpful is 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 of, of course you, this is when you're coming up with a plan, right? How am I going to do this? How am I going to Make this change. You know, that would be part of the preparation. It can be helped with uh, getting an accountability partner. Okay. Someone that, okay, I'm going to, every time I see this person or every day or every other day or every weekend, I'm going to talk to this person and they're going to ask me how it's going. And I'm going to feel good because I can tell them I did well this week. Or I'm, I'm going to be like, shoot, you know, this week didn't go as well, but next week's going to be better. You so know, you and your
0: accountability to someone else, yeah. not just to yourself.
1: Correct. Yeah. yeah. That,
0: that's an interesting part of preparation. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's good
1: thought. Um, one, one, one plan part that people come up with sometimes would be, uh, uh you know, say, okay, I'm drinking pop all the time. Like you mentioned, you know, I'm going to switch to diet. You know, mm-hmm. more and more, we're seeing there's some issues with some of the stuff in that diet pop. Yeah, I saw I one study that it ri- can really increase your risk of stroke and dementia. Diet the, pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very dangerous stuff. Um, And so, boy, that, once again, what comes down to water is really good. Water is really good for you.
0: One thing I read, and Rick Holm never pushes too much water when he talks True, about yeah. it. And you're, you're not either. But one thing I read was if you're... You don't realize sometimes when you think you're hungry, you're just thirsty. And if you drank some water, sure. and this isn't pushing the 10 or 20 glasses right, a day. That's, right. you know, again, yeah. that's an extreme. We don't need yeah. an extreme. But water is a good thing to add mm-hmm. to your diet and think about and mm-hmm. have water on hand.
1: Every time you're hungry, maybe have a glass of water first. And. You'd be amazed how much less you'll eat.
0: You may not be that hungry after drinking mm-hmm. the water. That could be a great help. So yeah. you've got uh, preparation is really important, and when you take action, how do you keep keep that action going? Is that back to trying to create a habit? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's just all, it's all. It, uh, I don't know, like if you want to say it's all mental, but it's all just yeah, getting that momentum going, and then. Uh, um, and then and then reevaluating. Okay, what what's what's working? What's not working? Or what what do I want to change? What part of my plan do I want to change? Now I need to. You know, I've been walking. Now I want to start uh, lifting small weights, and these don't have to be big weights. You know, no. two five pounds, like you said, with the arms. Or 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 now I've uh, I've been having almonds as a snack every day, and that's that's helping. And now I'm gonna you know yeah like you said eat more fruits or vegetables or now i'm gonna uh make sure that i'm having breakfast every day or now i'm gonna
0: i think it has to be a conscious act you can't just say i'm going to i'm going to exercise and not consciously prepare on how you're going to do this or i'm going to lose weight and if you're not conscious about it it's not going to happen
1: or now i'm going to sign up for a 5k (laughs) <laughs> or now I'm gonna
0: <laughs> sign up for a 5K. I don't think that'll happen in my lifetime, but that sounds like a good deal.
1: But those Go goals, those setting goals, yeah, <laughs> and then reevaluating, setting new goals. That's that's what it comes down to.
0: Well, it yeah. sounds good. Well, these yeah. are all really good pieces yeah. of advice for people in this new year. We're not saying you have to change your life completely, but if any one of those three things are concerns of yours. Yeah it would really be helpful for you to think about taking
1: that first step and tracking your your progress. Once again, that goes back to some of those apps, you know, if they help track your calories and your weight you, and you put that in every day or, or or track your exercise without even having to do anything. A lot of our phones are keeping track of our steps for us. And so if we just kind of look into that and kind of track our progress, oh, that can really be a motivator. It
0: so can that can be, be good. Yeah. Well, you know, we, uh, we just have a few minutes left, and we did have one call that come in, and so we, we can uh, try to address this person's call. A gentleman called in and he's in his 60s. He said he did not go swimming, but he feels like he has water in his ear canal. There's no pain. He doesn't have a cold. Why would he have that feeling, and can water get in ears when showering?
1: You know, water can get in your ears when showering. There is a a space in there, and and there's the hole, your canal, and the water can get in there. And sometimes that can get infected and get swimmers ear and and such. But you don't have to be swimming for that. I mean, water can just get in there from that. But sometimes it's not so much it's actually in your ear or maybe you're in your inner ear. You know, nowadays, right now, this season, cold and flu season, our, our eustachian tube between our nose and our ear gets plugged. And so then our ears feel plugged or maybe th- get some fluid in there, you know, cause we're our noses are running and some of that fluid can kind of get d- in our ears and, and then that can get in easily gets infected with, kids, and that's why they get ear infections, but adults can too sometimes. So.
0: so what do you think for him? He feels water in his ear canal and he has no pain. Do you think it may be the it could. You
1: can have fluid in the ears, and, and it doesn't have to get infected at all either. No. too. Yeah, but, and so to help open that up, sometimes an antihistamine or allergy medication could be helpful or Benadryl or something like that. Okay.
0: W- be sure to warn him if he's never taken Benadryl. Yeah. What could happen? The first time I was just told to take Benadryl, my goodness, I about passed out. Yeah, I it can really it stay can make you drowsy. Yeah, maybe really take it at nighttime the first yeah, time. Yeah, Benadryl is um, a great one for clearing up a lot of allergies and a lot of things like
1: yeah, uh, any yeah.
0: anything like that. But it will make you drowsy. Uh,
1: wh- some people, it's the opposite effect. But really, yeah, it most keeps them awake. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, well, let's hope at least he has nothing to worry about, and if he wants to clear it up some antihistamine would probably help. And there are over-the-counter antihistamines that don't make you drowsy. Any pharmacist will tell you what to take. Well, we're down to just a minute, but we had one more question and it tied into the healthy. She was listening to, she's in her 50s and she's lived a good life. She eats well. She exercises daily. She's never been overweight and she's just really mad because she was diagnosed with high blood pressure. That's not fair.
1: It isn't fair.
0: So she wants to know, what did she do wrong?
1: Well, you know, as with any disease, and so many times people can just get them, unfortunately. As we get older, our vessels naturally get a little harder. And so just like water through a pipe, it, it, if it won't expand, it has to go faster or increases the pressure. And so with our vessels that kind of can expand and contract some as we get older, it's, they get a little firmer. And that's, thus part of that is the blood pressure the blood is naturally going to go okay. up there. Some, so yeah. We
0: should tell her to keep living your healthy lifestyle, yes. though. It's yes. okay. There's so many fine medications now to keep that blood pressure under control. And as yeah. long as she keeps exercising, living yeah. well, she'll be okay. All right. Well, we're just about out of time. This has been a great New Year's program. I've really enjoyed having you here, and we hope all of you've enjoyed our Prairie Doc radio program. As always, you can hear more from Dr. Holm online at prairiedoc.org, where you may also learn about the exciting activities of the Healing Words Foundation. My thanks to Andrew Ellsworth for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me, Joan. Bob, it's wonderful to be here again.
0: Thank you, and uh, thanks to all of you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio. I'll close with Dr. Holmes' weekly reminder. Stay healthy out there, people.